Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 104 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about our recent live podcast experiences. Melanie at the Popcast Live Show in Dallas and me at the Happy Hour Live in Austin. We're going to talk about Southern Charm. Y'all, we're even going to talk about McDonald's on this episode, which I'm fairly certain is a topic we have never before addressed Before we get into that, though, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors for this week's podcast, and that is FabFitFun. Y'all, Melanie and I are increasingly obsessed and delighted and captivated by FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size, I said full-size, beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. If you have listened to this podcast for longer than 47 seconds, you know that this is basically our love language. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over $200. FabFitFun has tons of celebrity fans, and getting your FabFitFun box in the mail feels like Christmas four times a year. When I got my FabFitFun spring box, I put it in my kitchen and I gazed at it off and on for at least two days. I, I wanted to prolong the opening just like you do at Christmas time. And y'all, when I finally did, I was so tickled by all the treats that were inside that box. Melanie said that her FabFitFun box that she recently received is one of the best things that has ever happened to her in her life. In your FabFitFun box, you might find skincare from Kate Somerville, Dr. Brandt. You might find fashion items from Rachel Pally or Trina Turk. You might find beauty products from Tarte or from Zoya. And this spring editor's box, it has a free people eye mask, beauty and skincare products from Kate Somerville and Tarte, a mug by Aisha Curry, and that's just the beginning of it. So don't miss out because they sell out fast. Check out FabFitFun.com and use the promo code BIGBOO so that you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's FabFitFun.com and use the code BIGBOO. Treat yourself with a little FabFitFun. Alrighty, y'all. We're so happy that you're here with us and we hope you enjoy episode 104. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, Melanie. It's Big Mama. And both of us this past weekend had a big dose of podcasting fun. Yes, we did. Live podcasting fun. Live podcasting fun. We were in two separate places. I will say I was in Austin at at Jamie Ivey's Happy Hour Live. You were in Dallas. At the Popcast Live with Knox and Jamie. Right. And I will say when I got to, it was super late when I got to Austin Friday night and I got on I-35 and when I had to fork. Yes. And it was like one way to Austin and one way to San Antonio. It felt very strange to be that close. And yet so far, it really did. Well, it's funny because I thought that because Saturday morning, so Caroline and I drove up to Dallas Saturday morning, and I thought this is so weird that I am driving through a town where you are, but I didn't have, I mean, I didn't have time to stop. Like we had Mm -hmm. to get there in time for the show and all that stuff. But I thought, well, this is so weird that here we are an hour away from each other, but nope, not going to see each other. I know. It was so strange. I mean, I like, I I felt like I was in your backyard, but, but yet... You pretty much were. And we were somewhere we could actually gotten good Mexican food together. And how often does that happen? No joke. I mean, I mean really. I was I so, so encouraged by the Mexican options I saw in Austin. I really yeah. was. 
I know it's I mean, there's a there's a plethora of options, and they're all good. And it just was one of those things where I thought we really didn't plan this. I mean, really, the fault lies, let's be honest, it's with Jamie Ivy and Jamie Golden and Knox, they didn't plan it very well in terms of us being able to see each other. That was really the real issue. I but let's, I was like, put that blame where it belongs. I feel good about it. just, mm-hmm. you know, plan better, do better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was it was one of those I thought it really was because I was like, if it had been a different weekend, I would have driven up to watch you at the happy hour. Well, and I would have loved to have been at the Popcast Live because it's one of my favorite things. I know. So anyway, that just it did not work out. We were two ships that crossed on I-35. We did. Well, I saw this morning, I actually, I've, I started to put it on my Instagram story, but I just haven't hit publish yet, that Catherine from Grastains, who is um, one of Jamie's best friends in real life, one of Jamie yes. Golden's best friends in real life, and was at the Popcast Live, she posted a picture from the show of mm-hmm. when y'all were on the panel and Jamie has Jamie Golden. I feel like I have to specify which Jamie. I know. Yeah. There's a lot of Jamie's all of a sudden. I know it's so Jamie Golden had the microphone and she was saying something and you are in the middle of the table and you are hysterical. <laughs> like you were dying <laughs> laughing. And I thought, well, this is basically everything I need <laughs> from life is for, is, is for, Friends to meet friends and find one another hysterical. And yes. I, and I know that you have listened to Jamie and Knox for a long time and have found them funny for a long time. But it just like that to me, I don't know. It's, it, you know, I love a connection. Yes. And so there was something about seeing you and Jamie Golden together and you so utterly delighted <laughs> by whatever she was saying made my whole morning. I mean, I think here's the thing that you need to know. On the back of that picture, I saw that. I want you to know that she was talking about my two dads. And so I don't know that I've ever loved somebody more that you even remember to reference my two dads is like Mm -hmm. a is a real Mm -hmm. moment in your life. Um, I just I just I loved the whole thing. I mean, it just, you know, like I, you know, I have loved Jamie and Knox from afar and I had not met them personally. But it was like you walk in and you're like, well, I immediately I probably feel overly comfortable with all of you, you know, just based I know. on, it's, there's like a false sense of familiarity. But that's the thing. I was thinking about that this morning too. This is what I love about a podcast. This is what I love about sort of the podcast community, the people who listen to ours or the people who listen to Jamie and Knox's like we do, or the people who listen uh-huh. to Jamie Ivy's like we do. Like it's, there is this, there's a shared language with all that. And so yeah. it creates instant like an instant feeling of familiarity and friendship I, like, I had the best time talking to people at Jamie Ivey's live show mm-hmm. because so many of those people also listened to Knox and Jamie so they were all talking about you being in Dallas like I don't know it was yeah. just it was so fun to just I don't know sit in that little world for a little bit and and enjoy it. Yeah, it was. I mean, I thought it. The, I really loved it, and it was funny because I met a group of ladies. I stopped at Bucky's and Temple in between uh, San Antonio and Dallas, which is always a regular stop. And so we stopped at Bucky's, and a group of women were all of a sudden like Melanie. And I'm. I have to tell you, I've never looked worse. I mean, mm-hmm. like I rolled out of bed Saturday morning. Um, Caroline said, oh, mom, she said, you had on those jeans that I hate. I have these like flared, like super flare bell bottom, like frayed cuff. Mm-hmm. They're real baggy, but I just love them because they're like sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And I had those on. I had like a chip clip in my hair. I had just seen myself in the Bucky's bathroom mirror and felt real sad about my whole situation. Right. You and knew what you were working with in that moment. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it, and it wasn't good. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then... It was, and I had kind of gotten sunscreen in one of my eyes. And so one eye was a little wonky, you know, because mm-hmm. it was recovering from that. And so to hear these people say, Melanie, and of course they all look darling. I mean, they mm-hmm. had on their earrings and their shirts and their, they were so cute. And they had been at happy hour live on Friday and were driving to Dallas. And so they saw me. And so then they said, can we take our picture with you? Which was fine. I said, here, let me at least take the chip clip out of my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'd been, at, they'd been at the happy hour on Friday. They had been at the happy hour on Friday. They were driving to the Popcast on Saturday. The story is going somewhere. Um, but I took the chip clip out of my hair. And then I laughed because we got back in the car and Caroline said, I'm not going to lie. She said, I think you'd have been better off leaving the chip clip in. She said, okay. your hair was rough. She said, because you didn't do anything to it. And sure enough, I saw the picture later. They kind of tagged me in it. And it's like my hair was just in a big 
bump for no reason up at the top of my head. And that was sad. But what they said was, I laughed because they said, oh, it's like, or one of them, I heard one of them is like, she talks just like she does on the podcast. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's how I talk like this. Don't you think that's weird, though? It's like, I'm always thrown by that. Like if I listen to a podcast, and then you see somebody talking in real life, and you're like, oh, that's how the words come out of their mouth. I didn't know what that looked like. Like it's, oh, okay. They're a real person. Um, Yeah, so it was funny, but they had said that they had had a really hard decision because they were trying because everybody had wanted to see you and see me and we were there. We were on the same night somewhere different. Well, I'm glad you won. I mean, you really you won that one. I didn't really. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't win that one. I think truth be told, what they said was they couldn't end up getting tickets for the Saturday night. I think that I won by default. I think it was more of a ticket situation than really like a literal Sophie's choice. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations, I'll still say. Is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, it would have been so fun for us to be in the same place at the same time, though. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say that one more time. It would have been. It would have been so fun. And So who was um, with you at happy hour? So so Friday night... Um, I, I did not get to go Friday night. If I had flown in earlier, I would have gone. Okay. But I, Saturday night was um, I was there with Latoria, who is she's a, a rapper and an artist, and she um, she does worship and all that kind of stuff. And she was fantastic. I loved okay. meeting her, and um, she was just she was a delight. And her friend Becca was with her, and I had the best time afterwards, really, like sometimes, you know, when you're at things like that, and you don't really, you feel like you've talked to a whole lot of people when you leave, but you didn't really have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really got to have a conversation with, with them afterwards that I loved so much. And um, I just, again, I just sometimes I think if we just could live in Texas one week out of the month, that would work out beautifully. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like there's so many people in Texas that I just would like to see more. And so um, anyway, so it was, it was a ton of fun and Jamie Ivy does a great job with all of that and makes it so fun for the women who go and, um, it was just, it was like, it was a, it was a, such an easy, laid back, delightful night. And I finally got to meet our friend Mandy, who does milk and honey yes. tea. Precious. Precious. I finally, I got to sit next to her at supper. And, oh, that's fine. And finally got to meet her in person, which was great. And Lisa Whittle, who I have followed on Twitter forever yes. and um, on social media. And we've, rec- I recommended um, her, one of her books. Back, there's Hazel. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, I finally got to meet her in person. So it was just fun across yeah. the board and got to see some friends and yay. I love that. I think that's so fun. And then now where did y'all end up having it? Because I noticed that they had to change locations because of the rain. Right. So it was at a place that I can't remember the name of. Okay. Um, I, I called like, I think it was Springfield Station or something. It was, in a, okay. it was an events venue. And, and Jamie Ivey said it was actually when they called, it was the only weekend all year that they weren't booked, which wow. it's a beautiful facility. And it turned out the weather was gorgeous. So yeah. we had the before the dinner and, um, and show part was outside and the weather was so great. And then we moved inside and it was fun. Like okay. I just... I mean, I, we've talked about this a little bit as as two people who would not ever claim logistics as a strong suit of ours, no. right? Yep. <laughs> not not real big on details, not but we thing. love an idea. Yes. We love an idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But now somebody else can take that idea and go with it because we're not going to be the strongest option. Now, for- organization is not really <laughs> our forte. Right, yeah. right. Um, how many, how many times has Perry Shankle said something to you about where the scissors are? Oh, cause the, you know where they are, wherever I last had them. And I don't remember where that is, but I know we have a scissor drawer. I am aware that is not my gift. So when I'm at, whenever I'm at something like that, like when I've been at the Popcast live or, uh, being at the happy hour live this past weekend, I'm amazed. And I know that, mm-hmm. that Jamie Ivy has, her friend Amanda, who helps her pull that off. And I know that, that Jamie Golden and Knox have their friend Aaron Moon, who helps pull that yes. off. Um, but I'm, I really am sort of astounded by how all the details and pieces and parts come together. I couldn't agree more. I mean, that to me was like being at the podcast. I was like, well, this is a very well-oiled machine. I was like, if this were you and me, 
it would just be like, we would just be there with a microphone and not have a clue. You know what I mean? But I was like, they come up with like little video snippets. They have very clever graphics. Like the whole thing ran. I mean, they had it like a science. They had figured it out. And I mean, I realized this was like their seventh or eighth one they've ever done. So you have some time. But I was just super impressed with how smoothly and how great it was and like how well put together. And I mean, they had even figured out, which this is where, you know, that Jamie Golden is one of our people. Like she, number one from the stage said, I know y'all are going to take pictures. Don't post any, don't tag me in any garbage photos you take of me on this stage, which I'm like, thank you. That to me, if I were going to, you talk about putting something on a t-shirt, don't tag me in your garbage photos. I don't, I'm not interested. That's right. That's right. Face, like whatever. And then Mm -hmm. the other thing was is that they had really scouted out the theater to try to find the best lighting to find the best possible place where you could take pictures where the lighting would be the best and I just I appreciate that level of detail that is that's I mean that's an extra measure of a thoroughness and care yeah, I feel it like really if is. you're gonna mm-hmm. um yeah Jamie also in Birmingham said everybody just be mindful of angles yeah. like, can everybody just <laughs> consider the angle. Yes. Yes. Like, let's just think about that. And there's so many people like when we're taking pictures and I never mind taking pictures with people at all, but I, sometimes it's real hard for me. Cause what I want to say, if you'd hold that phone up, if you get <laughs> this picture, oh. we're going to all like this picture so much more. If you would oh. go from an upward position rather than straight on the way you are currently doing. Right. Oh, the straight on option is so, such a poor option. <laughs> and it, I'm always when somebody hands a camera or a phone to their teenager, uh-huh. I'm like, well, they they don't listen. They just don't know yet. No, they don't know yet that that phone needs to go up. Yep. It needs to be tilted a little yep. bit. Like it's it's going to be such a better picture if we can take it up and just at a slight angle. Yep. We're going to be real pleased with how that yeah. works for everybody. It's always going to be better. And I mean, they don't get that like lighting matters, you know, like all of that. Like maybe let's not take mm-hmm. it right under these fluorescent lights, you know, maybe maybe, maybe that's not the best mm-hmm. choice for my 46-year-old complexion. I had to make a video, I don't know, I guess it was last week or the week before for a place I'm going to speak, just like a little thing, a little video for them to run, mm-hmm. I guess, during a service or something. Mm-hmm. And I was in my office at school, which is fluorescent oh, lighting galore. Oh. Even though I have, I have, I've gotten them to take one of the strips out of every single one of them <laughs> because I can't take it when it's super bright. No. Like it just, that kind of light makes my head hurt. And anyway, but I, I pulled my phone out and flipped the camera around. And honestly, it was just like, oh, oh, oh mm-hmm. golly. Where's a where's a dim closet? Mm-hmm. Like this will go so much better if I can find a dim room yes. with some soft lighting behind my head. Yes, yes. Lighting, I feel like I'm gonna tell you what I've discovered, like, and I've kind of always known this, but I had it confirmed to me about a month ago, is the Nordstrom, and maybe it's not all Nordstrom, but the dressing room, the Nordstrom dressing room in San Antonio whatever they've got going on with their light situation. And it feels like it's dim, but it's the most unflattering. I mean, you want to talk about a dressing room situation that'll make you think, well, I'm not even going to bother working out anymore because this clearly none of this is working. Like you, it's just terrible lighting. Like it makes your skin look bad. It makes everything look bad. I don't know that it's the same lighting, but I will say at our Nordstrom rack here, Mm -hmm. every time I go in there, I, I rarely buy anything that I try on in the store. Mm-hmm. Now I'll buy stuff and bring it home and try. Yes, yes. I would say the pers- the retention percentage is far higher if I bring it home mm-hmm. because when I try on stuff in that guest room, I mean in that changing yeah. room, I it does something with my hair. Mm-hmm. Like my hair always looks like my roots are about seven yes, inches long. Yes, it's um. I mean, like I look terrible, mm-hmm. terrible in those dressing rooms. Yeah. Yeah, and what I want to—and that might be how I look walking around, but I don't know that. Nobody needs to tell me. No, and I certainly am going to feel a lot better about myself if I choose to think that that is not how I look when I'm. That's right. So just let us let us believe the lie. And Nordstrom and Retailers of America, if you would invest in some better lighting, just think of how more how many more clothes you could potentially sell. You know what I mean? That is the truest of stories. That is the truest thing right Uh there. If they would really consider the lighting around their mirrors, the lighting that's coming down on top of you, all of those things, we would all buy. Listen, 
Put a lamp in your dressing room is what I'm saying. Yes, thank you. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of your fluorescent lighting. Put a lamp in that dressing room and watch your sales skyrocket. That's right. Maybe put some dimly lit sconces on either side of the dressing room mirror. You know who has good lighting in their dressing rooms is anthropology. Well, and why do you think I spend so much money there? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's. That's why you. That's why they can sell shirts that are one hundred and seventeen dollars. Yep, it's because their lighting is really good. Yep. You walk into that dressing area and it is dim and it is soothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you try something like, on, yeah. you feel good about yourself. You feel like you look good. Your skin looks good. Your hair looks good. And so you think I'm going to buy this shirt for one hundred and seventeen dollars, even though that's an absurd price to pay for one shirt. But I'm still going to get it because I look so good in it. I think it's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. And then you get home and you may go, wow, I thought this looked cuter in the dressing room <laughs> at Anthropology." Let's turn off these hateful overhead yes. lights and maybe go for a lamp, a candle. Can I spend the rest of my life in some dimly lit spaces, please? Mm-hmm. I would like to do yeah. that. That sounds like an option. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you had a good time in, in Dallas, certainly. And Caroline had a good time in Dallas. I was actually... Um, boxing back and forth last night with um, with Aaron, yeah. and she, I was saying how much that you loved it and thought they did such a great mm-hmm. job. And she is an official fan of Carol. Yeah. She is. She will start the fan club. She was all about it. Oh God, Caroline was in her element. She loved. Listen, she loved every minute of it. It's and it's fun having her there because now she's like a you know she's a real person. So it's like I don't have to worry about like. You know, is she going to sit in her seat and be quiet? Is she going to be okay? Is she going to listen? She is mm-hmm. talking and she's giving her opinions and she's sharing things. Now, she did load up my purse with snacks from the little green room <laughs> in the back. Because did you have all the packets of things? Yes. And all the almonds and the. Yes, and the. All the uh-huh, things. And the yeah. Cheez Its and the mini Oreos and all that stuff. And I did get tickled because I would be up on stage and every time I would look at it, or she was sitting on the front row with my friend Jamie who came with me, and I would look at it, Caroline, and she would have another bag of something open and would just be sitting there eating her. <laughs> she thoroughly enjoyed the snacks. It's a teenager's dream come true. Yes, it was just a multitude of snacks. And it really worked out because after it was over, you know, it's late. I always get in this bind where it's like, it's late. And I'm like, well, I'm hungry. And we ended up, our only option was because we didn't want to sit down. We just wanted to get back to Jamie's house and hang out. And so we drove through McDonald's and I, I felt real sad about it, but that was our only option. Do you know what I did when I got to Austin, Texas and hadn't had supper what? at, at, at midnight at 30, I went through McDonald's and got some chicken nuggets. Okay. Like I didn't know what else to okay. do. Hey, now, okay. So this brings up, did you get the chicken nugget? Did you get the traditional McNugget or did you get the buttermilk chicken tenders that McDonald's now has? Okay, I can actually discuss this because I have been on the road a lot this week. Okay. I can I can discuss the the whys and wherefores. Mm-hmm. When I got to Austin, and I I am not I would say a frequent flyer in, in terms of McDonald's. Yeah. I really don't eat there much at all. But if I am on the road, it, I will go through there because their drinks are fairly reliable in terms yes. of their Diet Coke or Diet Dr Pepper situation. Um, if or, or their unsweetened iced tea is is traditionally really good, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's kind of like it's the same everywhere, yeah. and and that is not the case with other places. Yeah. So when I I've discovered on the road a couple of times this spring, I got the buttermilk chicken tenders, mm-hmm. and I will say they are not bad. No, they're I mean yeah they're I mean they're made with real chicken, and I don't think the same can be said of the McNugget. Yeah, they taste like actual chicken. Mm-hmm. And now, here's what I will say. McDonald's, if you're listening, here's what I will mm-hmm. tell They're you. They're probably listening. You're probably mm-hmm. so. Your ranch dressing option is lacking. Mm. It is. It's not ideal. It's it's almost, to me, inedible because it tastes like somebody had to put some some something in here to make it mm-hmm. last for a long time in a McDonald's mm-hmm. restaurant. So that, that's not optimal. But in Austin, I just got a thing of McNuggets because I was just like, if I can just eat like four McNuggets so that my stomach is not churning, like, you know what I mean? I didn't really want to, I didn't really want a meal. Uh I just wanted something to make me not hungry. So 
I was just like, I'll just go with McNuggets. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It'll 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 get me through till tomorrow. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I get that. You know, it was funny because I had forgotten. So when I was on, I guess it was when Church of Small Things came out. I was on like a little local morning TV show here, and yes. it was on the very day that McDonald's was launching their buttermilk chicken tenders or whatever they call them. And so mm-hmm. the local McDonald's person was there and she had brought them for everybody to taste and to try the chicken, the buttermilk chicken tenders. At that point, she had brought them with cream gravy, which I did not see as a, as a condiment option at the McDonald's I went to on Saturday night. But I will say that morning in the TV studio, okay. I thought, well, this is delicious. Like, I can't believe this is a, like a McDonald's thing that I would actually like make an effort to go to to eat. But that's how good I thought it was. Now, I will say the ones I picked up Saturday night were a little dry, but it was also like 1030. And so I get they'd probably been sitting under a heating lamp for. Yeah, they weren't fresh. No, they, they weren't. Those buttermilk tenders were no, not fresh. Were, mm-hmm. I, I feel certain about that. And so, um, but I do have to say that overall, of all the McDonald food options, that really would be the, I think that's your best bet. Okay. So I would agree because I don't know about you, but it's been a long time. It, it is in the, it's been in the years since I've had a hamburger from McDonald's. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that would be same, same for me. That to me, McDonald's mm-hmm. used to be a place we went on occasion when Caroline was little because the kids liked the playground. And then once that part of our life ended, we, we have not been back. Yes, I agree. Now, I do love, I do love for McDonald's. I can't, I'm so, I'm so tickled that we're talking about this. I do like, I like an Egg McMuffin. I like a McDonald's Egg McMuffin. Now, I don't get them really hardly ever because I try to watch the gluten Mm -hmm. and they do not have a gluten-free option. Mm-hmm. But a long time ago, when Alex was little and I went on a blogging trip to McDonald's headquarters yes. in Chicago, yes. um, we found out that on the egg McMuffin, they actually crack a real egg. Oh, well, that's... And... Whoa, McDonald's. <laughs> and that's, so down. when you get an egg McMuffin, you're actually getting a freshly cooked egg. And I, you know, I like I like eggs a lot. So I'm just saying. Oh, well, that is very interesting. Okay. I, you know, I, I think I've told this story before. I can't remember where, maybe here on the podcast, but let's just pretend like I haven't. <laughs> but you know, the morning after I had Caroline, Perry, because I had her, she was born at like two in the morning. And so like, I guess about 630 that morning, Perry ventured down to like, there was a McDonald's like in the food court at the hospital. And he brought us back these McGriddle sandwiches, which I don't even know if they still have them, but it's like a, it's like, they yeah, it's like a breakfast sandwich, but then it's like a maple infused, like <laughs> biscuit type pancake it's, it's a pa- it's a pancake biscuit is what <laughs> pancake, pancake biscuit. biscuit i will tell you i don't know that in my life to this date anything has ever tasted better to me than that mcgriddle than that pancake biscuit on august 4th or august 3rd 6 a.m in the methodist hospital i was like this is delicious this Oh my goodness. I was like this and Perry too. We were like, this is so good. I mean, this, oh my goodness. We were just, we couldn't get over it. And then I want to say it was like a month later. I was like, oh, go get us some of those McGriddles. And he brought them home. And we were like, this is garbage. Like what? But it was one of those, we were in some baby yeah. bliss, I guess. Yes. And, and so tired and yes. hungry, but like, cause there is like, oh, so they thought to build the syrup into the pancake biscuit. Okay. That is a choice that they made with the syrup inside the pancake biscuit. We, in okay. theory, it's such a good, like, mess-free option. I mean, you think, oh, yeah. that, that's such a better portable-to-go option, you know, to have the syrup built into the biscuit. I will tell you, it's one of Alex Hudson's favorite things. Okay, well, now, I feel good about we that. We don't get them a lot, but, like, if we're going out of town uh-huh. or something and we run through McDonald's for breakfast, uh-huh. um, he will like every time. I would like a McGriddle. Okay. I would like a McGriddle. Okay. Sausage McGriddle. All right. Well, I listen, I appreciate that choice. Maybe if I had one now, I might like it. I don't know. But um, but those so that is what I remember liking from McDonald's. Um we both Caroline and I both got a chocolate milkshake Saturday night and I didn't necessarily feel good about that situation. Mm. Um, I will tell you, and we'll we'll wrap up our fast food discussion, but I will tell you what my favorite fast food breakfast is right now. What? Chick-fil-A. Oh, for sure. But but not the I, but not the biscuit. Mm. 
But if you you can get breakfast fillets, just it's just the chicken. You can get them grilled or you can get them fried. They will do them either way, oh. whatever you're in the mood for. And then with their scrambled eggs. And they, okay. so if, if you're like, if you're trying to watch carbs mm-hmm. or you're trying to watch gluten or whatever, you can get a grilled breakfast filet and an order of scrambled eggs and they will put cheese on or in your eggs, depending on how you want it. Oh, well, that is very fancy. Okay. That sounds delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is it's like, it's a really good, if you're on the, if you're on the road somewhere mm-hmm. or you're in a hurry in the morning or whatever, it really is delicious if if chick-fil-a could only improve their coffee game it would be a one-stop shop but i their coffee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. leave something to be I've, Not never, my I've never had their coffee you know i'm a little bit of a coffee yeah. snob so I, I i like a lot mm-hmm. of flavor and strength mm-hmm. to my coffee mm-hmm. and um i don't think that so. that's necessarily a coffee snob so much as just <laughs> i like coffee like i just <laughs> guess what i don't want hot brown water you know <laughs> That's that's right. We're like on arrested development, hot ham water. Um, anyway, okay. So those are our fast food thoughts. Apparently related to all the podcast mm-hmm. live showness of the weekend. Yes, but it does speak to what I think is the the unspoken thing that I never knew um, about like traveling and speaking is you eat a lot of garbage meals. I mean, like oh. there's a lot of ten a.m. in a strange town driving around going, I wonder if it's okay to stop at this Burger King. But it's you go, it's either that or I'm going to go see if the vending machine at the hotel has some chips. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's because we're not staying in places typically. And by typically, I mean, really ever that have room service. No. So we're staying in a Hampton Inn or a Hilton Garden Inn or something like that, which is now in the mornings. I, I, one reason why I like staying in a Hampton Inn, you know how I like breakfast. Yes. I like a Hampton Inn or a Hilton Garden Inn or a hot place because they have a little breakfast buffet and I can at least get oatmeal or something. Um, but you do and you and like I don't really like to eat before I speak. You don't really yeah. like to eat before you speak. And then you leave wherever you're speaking and suddenly it's 930. Yeah. Well, there's no good option at 930. No. Like there's not a good option at 930. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're standing in front of the the little vending area in the hotel lobby going like, mm, how do I feel yeah. about this? I don't I don't know. I really have gotten to where almost always I take I have like some cashews or I have some packets of crystal light so I can make myself some mm-hmm. lemonade when I get back to the hotel or I try to take some stuff because you really like it's it's you get on a tricky schedule. Yeah, you get on a weird schedule. And it is that weird thing where you're like, I don't want to eat a full meal. I mean, that was because that was Saturday night. Caroline mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to go sit in a restaurant and eat somewhere. You know, like I'm not interested in that. Mm-hmm. So I know it's very that's it. So I just I, I don't know. There's not a there's not a good option. No, there's really not. It is nice if occasionally when you have a gift basket in your hotel yes. room, that's always a nice option when you go back to your hotel because you can just have some yeah. crackers or something yeah. and, I agree. and call it yeah. a day. I agree. Hey, y'all. It's Sophie. All by myself in the middle of the podcast to talk to you about one of our very loyal sponsors, Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. After all, you spend one third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. And the experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce and with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Even better, Casper keeps their prices affordable because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. Returns are hassle-free if you're not completely satisfied, and your Casper product is delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that-sized box. You get free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada, plus you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash bigboo. 
and using promo code BIGBOO at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash BIGBOO and use the promo code BIGBOO at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. And after you're done listening to this episode, sponsored by Casper, check out Casper the Podcast, sponsored by Casper. It's an entire podcast about Casper, sponsored by Casper, Meta. Available now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. As y'all know, pets are part of the family for Melanie and for me. We are crazy about our Piper and our Mabel and our Hazel, and we want to do everything we can to keep them as happy and as healthy as possible. That's why I'm so happy to tell you about Canaday, because good food keeps your dog happy and healthy. Canaday is an independent and family-owned pet food company who uses the same care and the same quality ingredients they want for their own pets when making their pet foods. In keeping with their commitment to pets and their people, Canaday has taken the first steps at Canaday Farms to getting involved in growing some of the ingredients they use. Hazel, in particular, is a fan of the multi-protein formula in their all life stages brand and y'all she loves this food so much that she will actually go into the pantry before i feed her in the morning and paw at the bag she will go into the pantry during the day sometimes and sniff around just hoping to find one little morsel of it so I highly recommend it, and if you would like to try it for a pet in your home, you can go to canaday.com, that's C-A-N-I-D-A-E.com slash podcast to try Canaday for free by requesting a free sample, and you'll get other special offers as well. So canaday.com slash podcast to try Canaday for free. Hazel highly recommends it. Alrighty, y'all, here we go. Back to episode 104. Okay, so um, the other thing I think besides the, the live podcast stuff that um, is on my mind because I, I watched this when I got home yesterday and um, was trying to kind of wind mm-hmm. down a little bit. Southern Charm. Listen, I I have so many thoughts about it. Okay. I have so many thoughts about it. Do you want to start? Because I feel like if I start on this, I'm not going to stop. And this whole thing is going to take a bad turn. But I just I, I need to hear what you're thinking. Okay, well, here's my first thing is we have a situation, a Southern Charm is a reality show on Bravo. We are not endorsing this show or saying that it is necessarily beneficial to your spiritual no. life. Like, that's not what no. we're saying. I said, this isn't even a recommendation in any form. This is a conversation, not a recommendation. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a conversation about a guilty pleasure yes. that is, is in, this is in no way an instructive portion of the podcast is what I would say. Um, but, here, here's my thing. Here's the situation on Southern Charm, which is a reality show that takes place in Charleston, South Carolina, um, with a, a group of young mm-hmm. people, younger people. Many of them are actually middle-aged people who are continuing to live like yes, young people. Which is the saddest of all. So I feel like one, one, if we have a theme that's emerging in this season of Southern Charm, it's that we've, we've got really a group of men who are not at all interested in growing up. And no. we, we can examine that from, from Shep to, to Thomas, although he is apparently taking care of his children, um, to, to Whitney. Mm-hmm. By the way, did I tell you that I saw Whitney in the Atlanta airport? No. Oh, I did. I oh. sure did. Okay. Last, last, um, I think it was the Atlanta airport. Maybe it was the Houston. I saw him in an airport. It was, I'm pretty sure it was Atlanta. It was last winter. I was traveling somewhere. I don't know where I was going, I, but I, I, I was at the gate and he walked off the plane. I think maybe it was Atlanta. Um, he walked off the plane and he's very tall. Okay. And, but I, it didn't, it was that kind of thing. Like he's so familiar. He's so familiar. He's so familiar. And as he walked past me, I, it was in my head. It was like, Wendy. Yeah. Yes. 
Whitney. <laughs> I did not say anything. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, so none of these men want to grow up, but I don't, I don't feel like the, the struggle and it, Austin doesn't want to grow up, but the struggle no. is, is, is never quite as real as it is with Craig. No, I, I agree. I agree. Because Craig, for those of you who do not watch Southern Charm, Craig um, has trouble finishing things. Yes. And he's a very cute guy. Yes. Who struggled to finish his law degree. Yes. Which I can understand because I struggled to finish my master's degree. Yes. Um, but now he's not really interested in working now that he has passed the bar. He's not very interested in a job. So he seems to, based on what we're seeing on the television show, he's, he and his girlfriend have broken up and he seems to stay home most days and um, make pillows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of pillows. Well, I mean, enough so that the lady at the fabric store has a nickname for him. I mean, they're like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, and so now the last thing that I, the thing that I saw yesterday was that he is acquired a life coach. Yes. Yes. He has. And I would, I would have liked to have been in that life coach's brain when she walked in and saw the state of his home. Yes. Let's Which, start by folding your laundry. But maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe throwing your trash away. Yeah. Like where there's not like plastic bags all over the place. So that's just completely puzzling to me. Yes. I, I, but like no, no guy on that show. And even like, and I'm sorry if you don't watch the show and we're talking about specific characters, but even JD, who was always like the family guy, like he's apparently decided that that's not going to be his deal anymore. Yeah. There's not one man on that show who's grown up. No, but you know, I have a theory and I don't know if this is scientific or not, but um, okay. you know how like some towns go through and they like, you know, they put like fluoride in the water. So like everybody gets fluoride in their water. Um, I feel like there is some sort of like loser juice in the Charleston. (laughs) Like they've put in like a supply. I've never seen. I mean, and listen, I'm sure there are some lovely men in Charleston that are just not on reality TV because they actually have jobs and lives and are doing Mm -hmm. productive things. So I certainly do not mean to besmirch the good men of Charleston overall. And and, and certainly there are many. There are many. Yes. I would say that it appears that maybe Cameron on the show, her husband would be one of the good men of Charleston. Yes. Jason, who actually has chosen not to be on the show. Exactly. So that Um, tells me mm -hmm. that that that's telling good sense. So I, you know, I'd certainly don't mean to, but I'm just saying that this this particular group that they have chose chose to feature on this reality show. Um, I've just never seen collectively a bigger group of losers. <laughs> I mean, so like just mm-hmm. who like, or they're perpetual Peter pans and here, but here, yes. here's what I'm going to say too. The women don't get off scot-free because I'm like, if somebody shows you who they are, then you need mm-hmm. to believe them. Like, Thank you, Maya Angelou. Thank yes. you. Thank I mean, you, you need mm-hmm. to, at that point, you need to go, I have had the benefit. Most of the time when you enter into a dating relationship, you don't have the benefit of I've been able to watch this person for four seasons of a show to maybe see what they're like. Right, right. I feel like at this point, if I were a single woman and I saw Shep in a bar, as cute as he is, which make <laughs> no mistake about it, he's cute. I would be like, he's darling. He's darling. I would be mm-hmm. like, that's a bad life choice. Like to, to right. go after that, because you know what you're not going to change? A 38-year-old Peter Pan. But see, this is why I think it continues to work for Shep, because you know who thinks they can change a 38-year-old Peter Pan? A 24-year-old? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. He just, if he, he's just got to meet her. And listen, it's all going to be different. Yeah. He's just, he hasn't met the right, if he just met, if he could just meet a girl that really is a lot like his mom, he would settle down. And I appreciate that Cameron, I mean, she's, she's a straight shooter with all of them. Yes, she is. I just, I find myself when I watch Southern Charm as the mother of a 15 year old Mm -hmm. boy, Mm -hmm. I find myself saying things like, Lord, will he honor, will he honor, Lord, the women in his life, Lord. Lord, let him yes. be a man who honors, who esteems. Like, I get all in that because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, if this is no doubt, if if Alex does not watch Southern Charm. But, I mean, I think if you are 
a college age guy and you see this show, you're like, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's that a looks, ticket I right mean, there. Craig, I mean, well, you've got Austin who just goes and drinks beer all day now and thinks he's going to make his own beer because I'm going to tell you what I think all the time when I go mm-hmm. to the grocery store. You know what we really need is another expensive craft beer. I mean, like, <laughs> that we don't have enough and i really wish that he somebody would come uh-uh. up with another beer because i mean how different how many different types of mm-hmm. beer flavors can you have not that many it's beer so you mm-hmm. got that you've got craig who god love him is sewing and i'm going to say that my heart because i do think based on i do think that i'm going to tell you that naomi is either getting a bad edit or she maybe is a little nuts well she i think she is getting a bad edit i do for sure yes. she seems like a yes. smart girl but she does, she does, and I do think also though. I think he's a guy who would push all your buttons yes. because he's never wrong. So I, I, I like even watching them last night. I was like, she, she, she hasn't made her peace yet with the fact that they're not going to work. Uh-huh. But they're not going to work because he know like whatever her pressure points are in yeah. terms of the stuff that drives her crazy. Like yeah. that's where he yeah. lives. Yeah. I that's agree. right where he, lives. I mean, across the board, I'm just, and I'm going to tell you this, um, here's exhibit 764 of why they're all so dumb is why is Chelsea still single? I oh, mean, Chelsea to me I mean, is like the ideal woman. I mean, she is a catch. She's gorgeous. She's catch. I study her hair at various angles and can't figure out exactly how she gets it. She is a hairdresser, so it stands to reason she knows how to get that exact perfect beach wave. Um, her body is basically like, if I had that body, I can't even tell you. I would walk around in my swimsuit all the time. Um, she's just, she's beautiful and she's mm-hmm. funny and she's smart. Like she's the whole package. I'm like, I don't know what is wrong. Men of America. Yes, she should not be single. Oh, I don't know. Mm-mm. She'll go out and play golf. I mean, she's no. pretty laid back. It doesn't seem like she has a lot of demands. I mean, I'm I don't understand. Well, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, I mean, it's a case study. And I, you know, for all we know, honestly, for all we know is that these people have created these characters and like, you know, in real life, yeah. they're they're really yeah, getting some things done. I don't know. But I I tend to to think it no. It doesn't I mean, appear, I t- yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> seem like that in real life, Craig is doing super successful things, you know, and, and I feel like by the fact that a lot of them, you no, can Google yeah. them and they're like in the news for other things, you know, that tends to make you sure. have some questions. I just think it's interesting. Like really like he, like Craig finished law school, passed the bar. He's making pillows. Yeah. Like he's not Mm-mm. interested in being a lawyer. I don't know. I could, I could, I could really, if I had time, I could really I would have I would have mm-hmm. written a paper about mm-hmm. it in college. Yeah. I feel like, if in a psychology class or sociology class, like some something has, maybe they're all thinking they're going to get rich off of a, the reality show. I don't know, but just mm-hmm. FYI, mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. No. I mean, so I mean, if, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're a real housewife, because then you can come up with your own line of jewelry or handbags or something that people will buy. Yeah, maybe but Craig needs to come up with a line of pillows. Maybe maybe, maybe so. that's maybe, nice. maybe people would buy his pillows I to don't be know. sold in finer men's boutiques. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. It's it's a it's an interesting, but I I can't not watch it. I can't turn away because it's just it's too much. It's too good. Um, but I have so many questions about it all. And here's my here's my thing too is when Catherine, who is the crazy redhead, starts to yes. kind of seem like the biggest voice of reason. You're like, wow. Well, what has happened? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, Catherine's actually seems to have grown up some and and made yeah. some progress in her life. But yeah, yeah. I'm and Thomas you. Ravenel, listen, blow. Oh. I mean, just as creepy as just as creepy as they come. I got nothing there. No. I got nothing. Is there anything? Have you been watching anything else? Are you um, planning to watch anything else? Are you gonna? I, what about the Bachelorette? Are you gonna be in for that? I, you know, I think that I will. I, here's the thing. I think that I will. I'm a little worried about it, but I really liked Becca when I watched. You know, I watched The Bachelor for the first time in years just this past time, um, and so I liked Becca. And so now I feel like I'm fairly invested in her. So I feel like I'll. I'll have to watch it to see how it turns out for her. I don't know that based on early things I've read about it, that it's going to turn out okay for her, but I hope okay. that it. Um, so I do plan on watching that. And plus it comes on like the end of May. So I'm like, it's really the perfect time to start a show like that because, you know, it's summer. So it's not like you have to do anything to like improve yourself or be a better person. 
Right. No. Hey, okay. So I did not watch Ari season. I did not see it. Mm-hmm. So what is it? What is it about Becca that you like? She's just a real, you know, she was always my favorite because she just seems so normal. Like she, she's a girl's girl. Like all the girls really liked her. Like she left there like on after the rose, like after Ari dumped her because, you know, he proposed to her and then he did the swap. He did the, 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 he pulled a Mesnick and he did the. Sweat the swap and ended okay, up with see, the other I never girl. knew what happened with all that. I knew okay. there was, of course, I knew it was very dramatic. It the was most the most dramatic, dramatic ever. <laughs> but I didn't know what happened because I didn't watch it at all. Yes. I didn't read about it. So Ari proposed to Becca and everybody loved Becca because she just was real. Like she just seemed, you're like, she was one that you were like, oh, we, I think we could be friends. Perry makes fun of me for saying that about people on TV. But you just kind of go, okay, she seems like she would be a normal girl to hang out with. You could talk about real stuff and she seems real and um, has goals and a good job and all that yes. stuff. So you're like, she seems very lovely. Well, Ari proposed to her. So they got together and they were together for like a month and then for whatever reason, they agreed to basically have video, like have it on tape of like Ari showing up and telling her that he had been talking to Lauren, who was who did not get the rose and that he had decided he wanted to be with Lauren. Mm. So Becca got broken up with on television. That's so, horrible. It was terrible. It really I don't I, I don't know if she agreed to it. I don't know. I don't know if it's all just one big manipulation and none of it was even true and this is all for ratings i don't know i mean i don't i don't know the ins and outs of reality tv but i'm just saying that it was terrible and so everybody of course was on becca's side because she was so lovely and so great and felt like she had gotten done so wrong and so now she is the new bachelorette and so um yeah so i look forward to seeing her because i do think that she seems very relatable and very real um but i also i don't know i the the Bachelorette is usually my least favorite of those franchises. I don't know why. It's just all those guys kind of, yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot. I mean, I, I enjoy watching all the girls, you know, just in terms of like what they wear and their dynamic and all that. And the guys, sometimes it's just a lot. And you've always got, you know, you're going to have some, you're going to have a lot of CrossFitters and I, just, <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> a lot of muscle shirts. <sighs> One so, of the guys that I used to teach um, posted on Instagram the other day. He was, I think, I, I mean, I guess he was at the gym. He was, I think he was with one of his nephews. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, but he there was a window into the workout class that was um, going on next to the room he was in. Yes. And um, and he zoomed in on, you know how you can do on Instagram? Yes. There, was a, there was a guy who had a, a tank top on that said, sun's out, guns out. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> oh, nope. oh, that's actually that's a really good Bachelorette contestant. Uh huh. Yeah he'll he'll be on the yeah he'll be on the Bachelorette for sure. No question. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. All right. So we t- didn't talk. We talked about a couple of things for a long time. So we haven't covered a whole lot of ground. But no. But here we are. I mean, really, at the end of a of an episode. So yeah. we've really covered everything that is not good for you, from junk food to um, junk TV. We've covered. Um, Live podcasting, McDonald's, yes. mm-hmm. um, and reality shows. So I don't really know. I mean, I feel like that's a that's a full plate of entertainment right there. It really is. What more could you want? What more could you want? Okay. Well, we will talk to y'all later. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.